Hi, everyone. We're oh. live. Welcome into the Padres. I'm Eddie Berkovitz, drum on my co-host, Trevor Messenger. That's me. That's Trevor. I feel like that's how he always introduces himself. He's just a weird guy. Very weird guy. Yep. And yes, I do. Every time every time I fill out some kind of form, or I'll put it this way. Every time I go get COVID tested at work, and they're like, Trevor Messenger? I'm like, that's me. You're looking at me. And they're just like, cool, man. Here's a, here's a nose poke for you. Moving on. Here's a nose poke for you. <laughs> What a roller coaster this season has been, my friend, huh? Yeah, it's been a, a bit, just a bit, and we're being joined by the uh, the live broadcast of the actual San Diego Padres game that is happening today. The voice of the San Diego Padres, Don Arcello. Don, thanks very much, Mudley. Uh, Dude, I love that intro. They, they've, they've just got such a great dynamic. So, sorry, there was some interruption there because of the because of the TV. But a roller coaster season it has been. Whew. To say the least. All the expectations. We started off, couldn't have started off any hotter. No. We were, I almost checked like the power rankings on a weekly basis. You know, I'm somewhat interested. Obviously, they're nonsense, but there are times where I just loved seeing the positive. It's just the like top. the college rankings, you know? Yeah. It's just like who's good right now. Right. Who's doing well right now. Who's, who's, who's the hottest team in the league. Who's pretty hot and who's in a free fall. It was just, just kind of a gauge. I kept checking because it was just so cool to see the Padres at the top of the list. It was. Week. That week we were number one was just, oh, on top of the world. And I would check MLB.com to see run differential and standings, and there was a point where we had the best record in baseball through like 60 games. Yes, there was. And in the last month or so, we've probably looked like the worst team in baseball. I believe we have been. I believe we've been Record-wise, the second huh? worst team in baseball, only behind the Orioles. Yeah. And that's only because the Orioles have played like five less games than us, or something like that. It's, yeah, they're they're percent they're winning by percentage. They're they're worse by percentage points. It's it, been it's, it's that been, is ridiculous. It's been disgusting. It, Truly like before horrible. these last two games, before we got on tonight when we're watching the the first game of the Cardinal series, before those those last two games against the Giants, it was. I mean, what, we lost five straight, won like two out of 15 or something like that. It was about as bad as you can get in Easily. baseball. That's It's it's not often that you have a – like, we weren't the Diamondbacks from, you know, April, May, June, but comparable. Pretty close. <laughs> it was for, – for a shorter, smaller sample size, it was pretty close. Just non-competitive at-bats, zero heart. Zero anything really that was worth watching, and that's the saddest part about it, really. Right? Like, yeah, it was pretty brutal watching, just watching hanging heads and blank looks on guys' faces, oh. and just just the lack of caring. And also, dude, what is going on with you, Darvish? What's happened? Is it the sticky stuff? I've been hearing stuff about the sticky stuff. As soon as they started cracking down on it, you look at his numbers and they just plummet. But we talked about this already, and my argument against that is he had two starts after the crackdown where he was still lights out. Yeah, but there's been way more starts where he's just fallen apart. Totally, but I do think it's injury. I think Caratini sucks. I, I'm now. I, I've been thinking every every start of his that. Uh, Good at bat, though. Saw a lot of pitches. I love Profar. Love Profar in the leadoff spot. Super side note on Darvish, but. I mean, Profar, 
is probably has been giving us the most consistent long at bats, good at bats, good contact with the baseball. And he was the spark plug we needed against the against the Giants. I thought he did, obviously did a great job. That's why we ended up winning the last two games of the series. But he was fantastic setting the table, seeing those pitches, and it felt like it was a it felt like it was a chain reaction down the lineup, right? I mean, Profar had an excellent Giant series. An, an excellent, excellent series. Giant series. He let's see, yesterday one for five, but I know he saw a lot of pitches. The night before, he had the big home run. That gave us two two insurance runs. Yeah, he was two for six. Only struck out once. Only struck out once. Reducing the strikeouts is, is big. Huge. Uh, the game before, he didn't play, but the game before was when our one through five hitters went a collective 0 for 20 with no walks. I, that right there is as bad of a performance as you can have. It's so I, I heard bad. the other day Grisham was in the middle of a one for 32 Oh, and Tatis grounds that's out. Horrible. It was pretty rough. And I, then we got. I, and you know what? Okay, so so obviously it's early, but I do want to say something, and I'm I'm curious to get your thoughts on this as well. Tatis Jr., who's obviously amazing, of course, is he? I don't want to say streaky, but he is very like. He I, plays so much with emotion that I feel like when his emotion isn't there, he's bad. He was bad over this month's stretch. He was, he was really, really bad. bad. Really bad. He dropped He dropped a good 10, 15 percentage points in his average. But I would attribute a lot of that to his age. I mean, look at look at Manny Machado. He's, he's cool, calm. He doesn't get too hot anymore. He gets fired up over a call in like the seventh inning if the, right. if the umpire's been so consistently bad. Or if it's like a but crucial he doesn't, bad or he doesn't call. He doesn't hang his head over a strikeout or, right. or over, a, over a missed play or something like that. He just kind of gets back and, and gets, gets right back to his position and starts doing what he's doing. But does Juan Soto do this? Does Vlad Guerrero do this? Vlad Guerrero might be the best offensive player in baseball. Fair points. He's, I, I haven't watched enough Jays and, and Nats because... Well, the, J, the, the Jays might be one of the hottest teams in baseball right incredible. now. They're incredible. And I... Man. You can't, you can't not like that team. That team, I, is, they're so that team cool. is fun. That they're team so is fun. Really Their fun. offense is insane. And I love... It's incredible how good Vladdy is because his dad was my one of my favorite players ever growing up. And to watch this kid go up to bat and just be a wrecking ball. It's incredible. It's incredible it's like, what these young kids are doing. You can't pitch to this kid, dude. No. You can't pitch to this kid. And no, I can't. I think you can feel the same way about Tatis, but I do he goes through these cold stretches that I don't see these other kids going through. I'm sure they're there because obviously like you said, we don't watch them every day, but the attitude-wise is what I'm referring to. I think he's just cuz I mean, you see when he plays with such high emotion. I think he's a man of high highs and low lows. I think when he's when he's high, he is as high as can be. Four home runs in two games against Kershaw and Bauer. But anyway, I think, yeah, I think a lot of that can be can be kind of attributed to his age and how if you if you're emotional and young, those two don't make a great mix, mm. and you have to learn to control your emotions as you get older and as you get more experience in this league that is so taxing. I just like obviously yeah Tatis is twenty two he's you know top five player in baseball easily and those and other guys don't deal with injuries don't deal with injuries and the position switch injuries I, are hard injuries I, are hard to totally, deal with. 
Totally. They 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 mess they with your head. Toll. They mess with your head a lot. Yes, injuries I think play a huge part. I I do think the position switch played a part as well. As soon as you as soon, Cronenworth getting hurt might have actually been a blessing in disguise. It might have been, especially because he's going to be back. He's going to be back, and it's glaringly apparent that Eric Hosmer needs to sit in a corner <laughs> in the dugout and look at the wall. He shouldn't even be allowed to watch the game, to be quite honest. That man should have to either sit in the in the clubhouse and watch it from the whirlpool or sit in the dugout with his face against the wall while everyone talks about how terrible he's been for this lineup and how he's dragged us down ever since he was mad about potentially getting traded. Get over it, dude. You're a grown man. I just think I'm like, sick of your emotions and how how you might have been traded because your performance does not live up to the contract that they gave you. you. Everything was valid. Every single thing that happened with Eric Hosmer at the trade deadline was a hundred percent valid. Oh. And for him to drag our team down and constantly, de- I'm sure he's demanding to be batted fourth, fifth, and sixth, or Scott Boris is on his behalf. It's insane. But whatever, four, five, and six is ridiculous for him to be pl- for him to be batting in this lineup. It's absolutely inexcusable for him to be in this lineup at all whatsoever. Totally, Cronenworth when he comes back, absolutely must play first base. Absolutely, it absolutely needs to be Cronenworth, Frazier, Tatis, Machado from first base to third base. Easily, uh, there is no no reason that any of us as Padres fans will hear. For why he is playing first base, batting fourth, fifth, or sixth. I'm 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 done with this, dude. I'm done. I'm done with Eric Hosmer. Yeah. I if, at this point, at this point, I'm not kidding, dude. If if there is no trade partner, cut him. I don't like Peter Seidler's repeatedly said he wants to spend as much money as it takes to get to get a championship. And at this point, you gotta put your money where your mouth is. You gotta get rid of this guy. He does not. He does not belong on this roster. And like I said, I think I said this last episode. If you cut him, it's beneficial to everyone. He gets to go to finish off the rest of his sad career where he got a ring in some city that no one cares about. He's going to go play with the Rays and probably have a resurgence because of all the coaching. Uh, but and then he's going to make two salaries. And we get to free up a roster spot of this. Oh God, just absolute bum. I've I've had it. I've, I've had it with Eric Hosmer. I think after seeing what just went down in San Francisco, it would just make no sense to not have him start, or excuse me, to not have Cronenworth take his place and start at first. After what we just saw, this, yeah. the the fourth game of that series, every single person was taking pitches. We were probably seeing an average of like four pitches per at bat. It was so fun to watch. I was like, this is the offense I remember. This is the offense where we were upset, where we were 17 games over 500. This is the team that I remember watching offensively where we could take over a night at any point in time because we're seeing more pitches and then all of a sudden our offense just explodes. Then Hosmer comes up after after Tatis saw five pitches, Machado saw six pitches. You know, Frazier saw six pitches, and... Game over. Okay. And Hosmer comes up and swings at a slider that bounces at, like, 58 feet. Dude, I... I, On the first pitch, by the way. Yeah. 
I've never seen a, a player swing at worse pitches. I've never seen someone swing at so such bad piss, pitches so consistently. Yeah. It's just frighteningly painful to watch him play baseball. It's it's pretty pretty painful. You I, I, you watch when he comes up, if we have runners on like perfect example is the what was it? The third game of the Giants series. First two guys get on Profar and Tatis. Machado grounds out, I think, and then Frazier, and then Hosmer strikes out or something. However, it went down. Hosmer just obviously blew it, and then Frazier came up and hit a double, scored us two runs. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he struck out. Oh, easily, which did nothing. So I saw a stat that said he he had ten at bats with. A runner on third with less than two outs. Nope, he had five at bats. Five at bats, runner on third, less, less than, than two, two outs. Oh for five. Oh for five. Five strikeouts. Four strikeouts. Oh boy. Oh gross. And not dude. once did he drive the runner home. Not once. Gross. Inexcusable. In inexcusable, unacceptable for someone making twenty million dollars. Uh, absolutely flat out unacceptable. It's like, and then and then his fielding. This guy's standing four feet away from the bag at all times. And what about the time where he tried to catch it on the opposite? Oh, side Oh, when he of tried to bag? catch it on the yeah on the outside of the of the foul. I, I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> Who taught you to play first base? In <laughs> what world is? Receding off the field, a better idea than going toward the ball. No, and then the, the screen grabs that Padres Twitter is grabbing of this guy. He's like, look, he literally looks With terrified yeah. at baseball. Yeah, when Musgrove like, almost trucked him. Never seen a first baseman this scared of the baseball, which is probably the worst position for someone who's scared of the baseball to be playing. Oh, I was scared of the baseball when I was like 13 too. Yeah, when I was 13. That makes sense. It's a great time. If this guy were to be, let's say next year, Universal DH, are you okay with him being DH? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> no. He, a designated hitter is supposed to hit. He doesn't For do power, that. power, hopefully, too. God, your For designated hitter should be a 40 home run juiced out of that his be- face. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla. <laughs> I want Adam Miguel, Dunn, I want, Chris Davis. I want Miguel Cabrera for that role. Yeah. Ooh, that might be fun. Be awesome. I don't want my drink to spill on your. Look nice at Salvador Perez, dude. Leading the league in bombs as a catcher. I would really love it if Vince Velasquez would just get an out. <laughs> like I would be, I would be pretty fired up if he would just get one out. <laughs> Yeah, oh my god, my buddy Sean just texted me and said, Yo, who is Velasquez? <laughs> yeah. Our starting pitcher for tonight. <laughs> he is a 29-year-old ex-Philly. Yes, I think you're right. Used to be a really highly rated prospect, actually. And then the collapse happened. That being said, let's say we missed the play-in game, which is borderline a safe assumption with how we've been playing. My the wild card th- game, you mean? Well, or are you talking card. about the play-in game 163? That game. Well, the playing playing game is if there's a tie to go to the wild card game. You're talking about the wild card game against either the Giants or the Dodgers. Yeah. Okay. You said the playing game to me is always game 163. The wild card game 
is, Sorry. Yeah. Well, I consider it a playing game because it's a it one is, game it is. thing. It is. It is. So let's assume we don't make that game because of how awful we've been. Reasonable thought. Super reasonable. Given how the given we're playing the Cardinals right now, a lot hinges on this series here, actually. We are currently losing one to zero. Yeah, and our pitching is a train wreck without I mean, and losing Blake Snell. Dude, I mean, we're signing guys off the street. We literally signed a, this guy four days ago, and he's starting for us. Starting a game. A game that has high importance. Massive. Yeah. It basically decides the fifth playoff team. Yeah, this is huge. This series will almost almost effectively decide who gets into the play. Eh, maybe it doesn't. How much did it suck to lose Blake Snell? That was sad. That I, I hurt for him. I I felt bad for Blake Snell 16, because he had finally figured it out. What do you have like sixteen or or fourteen just no hit? Oh no hit innings. Uh, I believe it was thirteen 13? and two thirds. Thirteen and two thirds. Flat out dominance. Yeah, and he is looking also one of those walks. One of the the walk he gave up in that last in the inning perfect game? in the perfect game should have been a strikeout. Totally. There was a call. there was a brutally missed call. Yeah, that led to that inning continuing. Missed a call. Yeah. At this point, dude, I cannot excuse what this organization is doing. You have two starting pitching staffs on the IL right now. Two. You have two whole entire pitching staffs on the IL right now, and now you just went down three to nothing. Because you had to sign a guy off the street. What is happening? Why are why is every pitcher we're getting? Why does why does every pitcher we have get hurt? Why? Other teams don't have this. Kevin Gossman hasn't been hurt all year. Uh, what's the other guy's name that had a resurgent year with San Francisco? Disclafani. Disclafani. He hasn't gotten hurt all year. Max Scherzer hasn't been hurt in his entire career. Yeah. Point is, yeah. our pitchers are getting hurt. In, in disastrous ways, yeah. and then also performing terribly. So something has to change. I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's if it's a strength and conditioning coach situation. I don't know what is happening, but something drastic needs to change because this is unacceptable. And Vince Velasquez off the street. Of a 5.95 ERA coming in and giving up three runs in the bottom of the first is inexcusable. I refuse to accept this as a fan of this team. And somebody, I dude, I de- I'm demanding answers at this point as a fan. I'm demanding answers. AJ Preller needs to get in front of a microphone and tell us that he's failed. He has utterly failed. Every every signing, every trade, save for like four. And there's been like 40 has been a complete disaster. Whether it ends in Tommy John, a complete meltdown of statistics and performance, or or what have you. It has been an utter failure. So you're referring to only pitchers? Mostly pitchers. Mostly pitching. Because Tatis is obviously Tatis the best is, trade ever. Uh, of course. Nola, I still like that trade a lot. Yeah. I mean, we lost Ty France, which, but which sucks. But at this point, I don't care. I, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I, it, where is your pitching? Mike Clevenger's on the IL. It's Blake Snell, Chris Paddock, two of your two of your active pitchers are on IL. Denelson Lamette has been a ghost because of 
because of arm issues. Totally. Uh, Michelle Baez, UCL. Adrian Morahone, UCL. All, all of these guys are gone. And, and meanwhile, Cal Quantrill gets traded to the Indians and is just, uh, you know, under a 3.5 ERA. Stop. That's a number two, number three starter. I love Cal Quantrill. He's fantastic. So good. He's fantastic. Patino hasn't done much. Logan Allen hasn't done much. Whatever. But it, it, I, all I need is that one example. Yeah. Be like, look, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something very, very wrong. There's, there's a ton of examples of the problem and just, just guys leaving our organization and going on to thrive. We talked about Urias earlier, yeah. too. Yeah, talked about Urias in France. Well. I mean, Pomeranz, hurt. Is there a world where we succeed without A.J. Preller? Total, I mean, totally, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, of course there is. But is that a world that you see? No, no. He just got a contract extension. I understand. This past offseason. Is there a world where you see us no. winning oh. without AJ Preller? Is there a world where you see us winning with AJ Preller? That's tough to answer, actually. That's really tough to answer. There's been a lot of debate recently, Padre fans, just wondering just how good AJ Preller is. Now, I'm not ready to have that conversation. Because I still think AJ probably... He got hired six years ago. He's a maniac. He got hired six years ago. He took over in 20... Seven years ago. He took over in 2014. I mean, in the midst of a rebuild, and look at us. Yeah. There are organ- the Orioles have been rebuilding for 20 years. I'll tell you, who we, I'll tell you what's, what one of the worst trades he ever made was. And this is no disrespect to Will Myers, because I like Will Myers. But the Will Myers trade was an absolute disaster. <laughs> Trey Turner is on the Dodgers. Trey Turner is amazing. Trey Turner is on the Dodgers. Yeah. Because you traded him away for Will Myers, who has been hurt or incredibly streaky. Just an underperformer. Uh, just just has underperformed. Flat out underperformer. Underperformed. And Trey Turner is a perennial all-star MVP candidate. One of the best players in the world. Playing for your most bitter rival. That is Honestly, dude, that's a fireable offense to me. That to me is a. I could if if AJ Preller got fired, that should be the first reason why. That should be the first reason why. He traded away a Fernando Tatis. Remember when they asked him, "Would you ever trade Tatis?" And he's like, "Yeah, if we got two Tatises back." You traded away a Tatis for Will Myers. You did that. You did that. Trey Turner is no Tatis, to be frank. But he absolutely is. He's no Tatis. He steals bases. He hits 20 home runs. He's amazing. He's bats well over 300. And he's a shortstop. Borderline gold glover. Objectively, better shortstop than Tatis. Yeah, defensively. He's Tatis. He is a Tatis. I disagree with you on that. He is a Tatis. Power. Dude, when you hit 320... If you give me twenty home runs, I'm I'm You're, I mean, I'm over the moon. Obviously, and, and like, he does. What what are his home run totals this year? He went and he honestly hits for the cycle like every other week. He's like hit that. three cycles in his career. <laughs> yeah. You see, I want to know this man's. I want to know this man's home run numbers. He's playing second base for them. It's disgusting. He's twenty two home runs. Twenty two home runs. Eight seventy one OPS. What's his average? Three sixteen. Three sixteen. He's so good. And he's Why like, isn't he in the conversation for MVP? Because he played for the Nationals. Yeah, and he's one of the fastest people in the world, too. Yeah, well, how many stolen bases he got? 29 stolen bases this year. Trey Turner. 29. 
I mean, Tatis has 25 with probably... Yeah, uh, no, I'm, again, I'm not taking anything, anything away from Tatis. I'm, my, point numbers, is, my point bombs. is... 40 My point is... Yes. Trey Turner is equally as valuable as Fernando Tatis Jr. I disagree there, but I do think I do think Trey Turner is... If we never would have traded away... star that we traded away. If we never would have traded away Trey Turner, our infield would be... Cronenworth. <laughs> Turner. No, actually... Probably, no, I don't know. Who do you put there? Probably Turner. Turner. He's smaller. Yeah, you put Turner. Turner, Tatis, Machado. That's ridiculous. Insane. That's out of this world. That's And instead, we have Will Myers. That's cheating. Well, listen, he won the Cronenworth trade. Yeah, Margot. Who who did we actually? I don't even remember who we actually traded for that. But also, dude, Tommy Pham is not. Tommy Pham is batting 230. Yeah. This year. 230. Yeah, he had a month. He had a good month. Yeah, well, it's not a month and a half. He he also, like, I know he's going to be gone after this year, but I will say, like, I believe Tommy Pham is a leader, and I also believe that he is he consistently gives good at bats. I know they don't always turn out to be base hits, but in a time where our offense was swinging and missing at three straight pitches, or grounding out on two pitches. Tommy Pham saw pitches and took pitches and walked and did all the little things that are needed on a championship roster. And I, I still will always have love in my heart for Tommy Pham because of how he approaches the game. I think it's better than half of our guys. I agree. I agree with that. He doesn't swing at pitches that are be- like that was every- that was a legitimate strike, and he didn't swing. It he didn't swing now. it because it wasn't to his liking. Right. He was like, "This is below my zone. I'm not swinging at this thing." Robot umps, in favor or not in favor? Very much in favor. Yeah. Actually, there's a New Yorker article that I've been meaning to read. Which says? I, I haven't read it yet, but but uh, someone I know did, and they, they said it was fascinating. It was kind of the argument for and against, and I, yeah. I, I really want to read it. I mean, Nola just hits the ball hard. <laughs> Hosmer is a snail. This is, this is going to be ugly. I just I, You can already feel it, can't you? Isn't it a feeling you get? It's a. It's not looking. It's great. a feeling I get, dude. And what just sucks that Velasquez is on the top. Top two. We 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 sent four guys to the plate. One guy got a hit. It was a single. Whoopee. Oh, we had three well hit balls at least. And you see Machado too against the Giants. He was hitting the ball so hard. I don't know if you saw it in Game Four. I didn't see much of that series. I was working all week. Oh man, it was like the Padres were coming back. Like. Game four, Machado probably had three three at bats with an exit velo of like plus one oh eight. Wow, easily all of them caught. <laughs> then he comes up in the top of the eighth or something, maybe top of the ninth. Two runners on, legit end of the bat. Like I'm, I'm surprised it even got wood on it. Bloop single drove in two runs. Oh my god! It was like exit below of like. Oh, I did. I saw that. I saw that at bat actually. That bloop single. Yeah. It's just so funny because he hit three rockets like <laughs> lasers. One was like a diving catch by the left fielder. I was like, okay, great, cool. Then, then there's runners on, and dude, he laced one like, I the ball was pierced. It was barreled so clearly, and it was just sailing, but. Warning track of center field. I was like, of course you hit it here. If that if that's the left field, it's gone. Yeah. Like 
I was like, dude, this is so Yeah, unlucky. sometimes Machado's a victim of his, of his own timing. Yeah. He'll hit a ball to right center field. It's the deepest part of San Francisco, and just, it just gets caught. Yeah. Or he just hits it right at the shortstop. Would have been a gapper if yeah. it was a foot or two higher. Yeah. I mean, he barrels the ball up. So, uh, catch me never saying anything negative about Machado. No, I won't either. I won't say anything about him or Tatis or Cronenworth. But what do you have to say about their leadership in terms of our slide? Where was the leadership? I'll say Tatis should have stepped up more. I'll say Tatis should have stepped up more. I will say Machado, to me, has done an adequate job. Definitely could have been more vocal. Could have gotten behind the mic on those Zoom press conferences and said, we, we suck. Well, I don't know what's going on with us, but I will do. I am doing every single thing I can to to be better every day. I, I never heard him say any of that. Yeah. I'm. I'm. All I'm hearing is Jace Tingler saying, "Oh, I We're thought battling. we battled. We're battling. What a battle!" <laughs> I'm just like, we get it. You battled. Our guys are battling, you know, and we got. Yeah, you're battling <laughs> ineptitude <laughs> yeah. on a nightly basis. Yeah, it's it's be better. Tough to watch. Well, well, we have fifteen and a half games left in the season. We're what one game back? Half game back. Half game back of the Cardinals. Right. We now. win this game, which we're not gonna. Well, easy, I, dude. I'm I am so unconfident. Down three zero with Vince Velasquez. Three zero is so feasible. If he holds, him it, of course three, it is. But Vince Velasquez, if he holds him to four. Through like five innings, I'll be thrilled. If he holds him to four through five innings, I'm Go not going to say I'll do anything. Go ahead. If he holds him to four through five innings, I will be absolutely dumbstruck. <laughs> it's very possible. If he holds him to four through three innings, I'll be dumbfounded. But you really have zero confidence. None. In this I have no confidence in this team at all whatsoever. Those two games against the Giants, to me, were a mirage at this point in time. At this very moment in time, bottom of the second, first batter, one and two count. Complete mirage. It's 3 nothing after one inning. This is the same thing I've seen for a month. Where we go down big early. We go 1-2-3 in the top of the first, and then, and then down 2 nothing in the bottom of the first. Like... The, the, I've, I've seen this movie before. But I saw the flip get switched in San Francisco. Did you? Yeah. I thought I saw the flip get switched in at home against Houston. Mm, that's a good point. It never did. That's a good point. We went on to just completely fall apart again. If we don't make the playoffs, that could be also a blessing in disguise because that means there will have to be an overhaul of some things. We're not just going to say status quo. If we miss the playoffs, we talked about this. That's the most disappointing season in Padres history. I honestly, yeah, I stand by that. Yeah. I stand so, by that. I, not that I was going to change it. I was going to up the ante a little bit, but I, I don't think I can. Step one is Eric Hosmer's role. Needs to be zero. But if Cronenworth comes back and he's not starting at first, and they bench Frazier, who's our best hitter right now. we sh- oh, they, oh, they would never do that. So I don't care that's what, what I mean. That's what I mean. If Cronenworth doesn't come back and start at first, I have nothing. They, they, they shot themselves in the foot, and Tingler is not doing his job if he starts, if he starts Hosmer over. If he, starts, if he starts Hosmer over Cronenworth, like, there's no words to be said here. One guy's an all-star, and the other is the worst player in baseball. Yeah. 
and and take take a guess at who's who in that sentence. It's a real who's who here. He's a real who. Yeah. Who's who of bums. Yeah. So Hosmer, his role over these last ten to fifteen games is going to speak volumes to me about how serious we are about winning and going further. If he starts more than five games. If we've, he starts more than one game against a left-handed pitcher and more than five games overall, we've thrown in the towel. Uh, we have thrown in the towel. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know what? So have we. Then that's where we're at. So, yeah. Anyway, let's let's watch the rest of this nonsense season unfold by our Friars, and you know we'll be back on the mics in the next week or two. But that was Trevor Messenger. I'm Andy Berkowitz. Thanks, everyone. Later.